Welcome to The Aaron Evans Show. Aaron is a local real estate broker and owner, top producer, and has sold over a quarter billion dollars of real estate in Hawaii. She is also the wife of a retired military veteran, mother, and womanpreneur. Join us as Aaron interviews other successful and motivating entrepreneurs, sharing their stories in business and life. Welcome to the Aaron Evans Show, where we connect with other womenpreneurs, and we like to share ideas and hopefully have a little bit of inspiration and motivation for you. And today we have our return guest, Regan Archambault, who is based out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. She's a team leader, a trainer, and a coach for Century 21 Advanced Realty. And I believe it's minus 41 there right now, which is totally crazy, but I am so excited to have her on to discuss. We're actually going to talk about goal setting and how to manifest your visions and your dreams. And how much of that is absolute bullshit. And how much of that is absolute <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> Did she get it's to not all bullshit? It's not all bullshit. You need to, you need to be able to set goals. You need to be able to put your things out there in the world, your dreams, and, and, and certainly, um, you know, envision what it would like, be like to, you know, have those things happen. But I mean, the way a lot of people go about it, I mean, there's no question, you know, at this time of year, it's like it's the new year, it's the new me, I'm going to like, I'm going to have it all right. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have a ripped body. I'm just going to do hit all my business goals. And everyone's just got all these great ideas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's usually by about now, like mid February, where the wheels are falling off those things. And, you know, people kind of give up on it. Yeah. Screeching like brakes like on screeching halt, what just happened to going like gangbusters six weeks ago. And you yeah. know what because they throw out these really huge, big, grandiose ideas, which, you know, I, I'm all about the big ideas. I, I do my uh, visions and my goals and whatnot at the beginning. I don't even want to say every year because it's not like January 1st hits and I'm implementing brand new goals. But, you know, if you're going to do your, your goals for the year, how are you going to chunk them down so it's a little more attainable? Because it's when you have something big, it's the, where's the path to get there? Right. So it's, well, I think, I think it starts with having something that is realistic and attainable yeah. and, you know, like how many things come down to, oh, I don't have time, you know, like, oh, I want to be able to do these things. I don't really have time. You just haven't made that a priority. Yeah. You know, if all of a sudden, like you're having a super busy day today, you're running around nine miles an hour with your hair on fire, like all these different things coming in, in different directions. Let's record a podcast in the middle of it. Yay. Right. And then, but if you found a winning lottery ticket that had to be cashed by 6 p.m., yeah, damn straight, you're gonna find 15 minutes to go and, and get like get that sucker turned in, right? Or, you know, a fantastic agent calls you that's super mad at their office and wants to come over, you're gonna figure that out and, and make time for that. Like, you know, or your kid falls and breaks their arm and now all of a sudden you're at the ER and nothing else matters, that's just taking priority. So it's whatever we set as a priority, but it's also being realistic that sometimes there's things that we think that we really want to have, or we really want to do, but when you actually break down what's going to be involved to make it happen, like it's not realistic. 
And Mel Robbins has um, a great uh, video on this where she talks about um, about exactly that. Like, and she gives the example of wanting six pack abs. I mean, I'd love to have six pack abs. I'd love to be absolutely just shredded, right? Where I'm out for a run or something and just like a sports bra and it's like, you know, defy your age, right? With these like wicked six pack abs. But okay, is that possible? Yeah, that's possible. What would that take to do that then? Well, am I willing to, you know, do like intense one hour ab workouts every day and crazy plank exercises and stuff? Nope. Am I willing to give up my nightly snack of cheese and crackers and a glass of wine? Nope. <laughs> Am I willing to get a trainer to help like make these things happen? Nope. Well, then I guess I don't really want it that bad. And now I can just let it go, right? That I'll just keep figuring out what I need to do to just be able to rock a dress and everyone can just imagine that was underneath it just looks really good. <laughs> it's all about the packaging. If I just keep it all packaged, then I'm and you know what? I'm good with that. Like there's one person in the world who's actually gonna see me naked. He's never said no. <laughs> so I'm willing to just let go of that as being an outcome because I'm not willing to do the steps. But people are they can do the same thing with their business, right? Oh, I want to make 200 grand this year. Like I've got this big goal. This is what I want to have happen. I want to have it, you know, I want to be able to upgrade the house. I want this big vacation I'm going to go on. Like, these are all the things I'm going to do. But at the end of this year, I'm driving a Mercedes, like whatever it is, right? But when you do a, a business plan and the, um, like Jared James has a great free one on his website that's like a one-page business plan. So at a glance, you can see if you're like on target. So as you put in what your closing ratio is, and, um, you know, for, for how many listings did you have an opportunity for last year and how many did you actually sell? And then you do the same thing with buyers and what your goal is, it breaks it right down. It does all the math for you, which I'm a big fan of because <laughs> I don't have face for math. So um, it breaks it all down for you that, well, this is the amount of conversations you're going to need to have in a week. Are yeah. you willing to do that? Like, yeah. oh, geez, I'm going to need to talk to this many new people every week. Maybe as you look at that you're like yeah actually I'm, I, I don't even know that many people and I'm not willing to do the amount of prospecting it's going to take to find that so maybe I need to readjust that goal because yeah. I, when I look at the work it's going to take I'm not I'm not ready to do that or willing or able yeah that or they say okay well now I need to get really creative and go figure out how to go communicate with x amount of more people am I really going to have to get out of my comfort zone am I going to have to uh, go knock on doors to meet people? Am I going to talk to random strangers in line? Um, you know, and really- Yeah, get oh, and there's a pandemic. So let's just add that in the mix too, that uh, you can forget your open houses. You can forget, you know, some of these other tools that were always a fallback for you that you're going to have to get creative and figure out another way to do it. Yeah. So quite often when we're, I think the part that falls where the wheels fall off when you're you're doing these vision boards and you're, you're manifesting. If we go back to like the, the example of, of having that bikini body, if you just had that picture on your fridge of a swimsuit model, you know, and you're like, that's the vision, that's what, that's what I want. And that's the only thing that you're, that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Well, at some point after a super bad day or being super frustrated or stepping on the scale if you're only looking at those end measures and you're like well I don't look like that yet stepped on the scale this morning haven't lost a freaking pound 
right? You're going to go up to that picture on the fridge and be like, step aside, skinny bitch, you're in the way of my cheese. <laughs> you know, like it's just, that's where the wheels fall off. That's where it just doesn't work. Now, if instead that vision board was maybe the whole like back picture of it was that swimsuit model, but then you also have smaller pictures all around it of, okay, here's me working out. Here's me going for a run in the cold when it's rainy, even when it's, when it's hard, even when it's shitty, here I go. Here's me having a salad instead of the cheese, you know, here's me doing, doing the things that I need to do to make that happen. If you're envisioning those steps, that's when it, that's when that shift happens. So if you're, you're wanting to envision like, oh, I see it, man. Next year, I'm going to be at award level. I'm going to, you know, have this amount of production. I'm going to have sold this many houses. I'm going to have so much budget. Mm, like there's my designer shoes. There's my fancy handbag. Like you see all that part. Great. Great. And, and those things can, can actually fuel you, especially when they are things that are important. And, but then you should also be envisioning, well, here's what it's going to take to get there. Yeah. And here's me making calls and here's me pushing through, even though I just got hung up on, and here's me editing my CRM and doing the hard stuff. Like no one wants to do that stuff. The stuff that it takes to actually make those goals happen. They're usually shitty tasks that no one wants to do. Like, Oh, can't wait to spend an hour updating my CRM today. Uh-huh. You know, like, nobody wants to do that. And yet that's going to be a necessary part of it is having those systems and that structure in place and here's me cold calling or or prospecting or filming Facebook live videos you know when I'm not really feeling up to it today but it's in the plan so this is what I'm doing you know like whatever it is that is going to help you get there like those are the steps that you also have to have on that vision board so to speak or to spell it out but Mm -hmm. also that that feeling of accomplishment at the end like there's me proud of myself because I did it anyway I was tired and I did it anyway okay I'm doing it tired today you know like that feeling if I like no one ever sits down at the end of the day going oh I shouldn't have even gone to the gym today that was that was a mistake that was you know I just feel yeah I feel so much shittier that because I worked out like (laughs) no one does that right you're always like I didn't want to go I'm glad I did. I'm glad I pushed through and did it anyway. And it's the same thing with working on our business, right? Nobody ever is like, I can't wait to make calls today. This is going to be amazing. Like, I can't wait to see if somebody tells me off today. I can't wait to see if they hang up on me. You know, like, exciting. Yeah. But that sense of accomplishment of I really didn't want to. And that one person that you did get on the phone that actually was a really great positive energy that just kind of fueled you on. Like, there's been days where, like I am just not in space going flipping it listing appointment today I gotta go and talk to these people they're strangers I don't know from a hole in the ground and you gotta try and change your state and so you got the like motley crew cranked in the car to try and like bring up the energy and you know trying to like just change your physical state and at least try and get in a little bit better mood to go and when you open the door they're just such sweet people and so happy and just lovely people that by the end of it you're like oh, way better mood than I was an hour ago like that was great they were super great people you know but that I, I was the only one that cranks up Motley Crue and like gets into that headspace where I'm like yeah let's do this because sometimes it literally is that shift to that mindset what do I need to do to pull myself out because 
when you're in business, you can't rely on other people to pull you out of your moods. This is all totally you. And this is so much mindset and so much of the neurology that goes with it. Right. Which is a totally, and a lot of it is how you even start your day. Yeah. Right. When you're, when you're starting your day with something that even just that you're framing your mindset right from there, whether it's something like sometimes when I feel like I'm like either going through something that I need that kind of either that kick in the ass and maybe it's like, okay, YouTube, I'm going to need like, I need to watch something from Brene Brown or from Mel Robbins or from Rachel Hollis or whatever, you know, that I just need something to fuel me. If it's something I'm feeling really stuck at, like, wow, that appointment last night was a doozy. I have in all my years, I've never had someone ask me those questions. Like, where did that even come from? What? I don't know. I don't know that I fully handled that. Or maybe that, that agent on the other hand, he was a dick. What was his deal? Right. That didn't go well. I don't know if I fully handled that as well as I should have. So maybe rather than wallowing in that, maybe it's going to be, I feel like I need some direction here. And there's so many great trainers and leaders in our industry that have so much great content and it's free. Like it's right there, you know, that maybe it's either where there's that blog or that video or something that while I'm getting ready in the morning, phone's propped up against the mirror and like, okay, tell me what I need to know. Right. Or pull me out on the funk or help me reprioritize. And sometimes it's going to be like something light and funny and entertaining because I'm feeling gray, like just blah. And I just need to laugh or, or maybe I need that music that gets the blood pumping or like how you start your day mm-hmm. with your mindset. And people talk about a powerful morning routine. And they think this needs to be like a one hour or two hour thing. Like well, that's a crock. Not all of us have that amount of time. Yeah. And I think it changes in different stages of your life. Like yeah. even two years ago, when I'm still getting kids out the door for school and, you know, help with lunches and like, why aren't you wearing a coat? It's freaking cold. Where's your coat? Like, you know, that that's consuming your morning. You don't have this big, long amount of time to have this powerful morning routine that might be 10 minutes like 10 minutes might be all you have to yourself at this stage in your life and that's okay so what are you going to do to make it count that's going to actually set the tone for the rest of your day so you're not walking out the door starting your day you know whether you're going to the office or going to appointments or whatever going um, so like you know yeah mindset is like it's totally in your own control. I mean, there's so many things coming at us that will certainly influence it and are going to be, you know, trying to try and get in your head. And some of them are absolutely going to succeed. Sometimes life absolutely kicks in the ass, but like, what are you going to do about it? Cause mom's not coming at yeah. this point. Now we're grownups. Your, like, your mom is not coming. Your mom. Yeah. And mom's not coming to tell you it's time to turn off the TV and get your homework done. Right. And your homework might be updating that CRM or making those calls or whatever that, you know what, this is not the time to be watching Ellen. It's the middle of the afternoon and it is a work day. (laughs) TV off. Let's go. Like mom's not coming. We have to have that discipline to parent ourselves. Well, it kind of ties back into our last segment when we're talking about time blocking and really the importance of time blocking and being really uh, purposeful with your time. You know, like you said earlier, you're talking about, okay, well, 
if all of a sudden you won a lottery, you need to cash it in by six, you're going to make time for it. So it goes back to the priorities. If this is really, truly a priority in your life, you're going to put in your calendar, everything else falls around it. And that's going to be what's most important. So I don't know about you. Like I learned this, oh my gosh, back 20, I'm going to date myself like 20 years ago. One of my first sales jobs. When you were eight. Medical. Yeah. <laughs> when I was you were eight. <laughs> Exactly. But I mean, the SMART acronym, when you're talking about your goals, it's so basic. And I actually mentioned it to an agent, oh my gosh, a year, not even a year ago, probably like six months ago. And I said, yeah, the SMART acronym, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. So you have those, um, you know, you need something that's quantifiable. Like you're talking about, you're breaking it down into smaller segments. Yeah, you want the abs, but guess what? In a month from now, you're not going to have the abs. But even if you have a little bit of progress or, you know, you need the numbers like either on the scale or if you're cutting back sugar, how much is it? Or you're going to do like the fat calipers for the, the BMI and your body testing and whatnot, because it's the baby steps that get you there. But they're still measurable. They have to be realistic. Like if I say, am I going to go to space, outer space by the end of the year? Yeah, probably not. How realistic is that? End of the year? No, maybe three or well, four. Well, so if you're focusing, if you're only focusing on results, you're just going to be frustrated. Yeah. And that's um, what if you're about. focusing on the, completely. yeah, if you're focusing on the process. Yeah. And if you're focusing on that process and, and, and what's, um, you know, the things that you can control. Yeah. then that's where the things that, you know, the results are going to come from. So, and again, to go back to that weight loss thing, if you're thinking, if your thing is like, okay, I really need to lose 10 pounds. Well, if your only measure of success on that is standing on the scale every day and getting mad at the scale, because the scale hasn't given you the number that you wanted, like, sweetheart, it's probably not going to go so well, right? But if you're focusing on the things you can control, I'm going to have salad for lunch today. I'm going to choose lean proteins and lots of veggies. I'm going to skip the potatoes you know, and you're controlling what you're eating, when you're eating it, that you're working out, you've got to, um, you know, you're going for long walks, you're taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Well, all those things, you know, are going to lead to those results that you want, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing with our business. If we're focusing on, okay, rather than only tracking closings and appointments, if we're tracking the things that are going to lead to those things, it's going to keep us on track, right? Like we can't, if you're, by the time you're tracking closings, let's say it's March and you had wanted to do 10 deals by now and you only have three, well, you've already lost all of January, February, and March. The work you're going to start doing now isn't going to come to fruition to like hundred days out, yeah. right? But if every day for January, February, March, you were, I'm making five calls a day. I'm, you know, I'm talking to my past, two past clients a day. I'm talking to my sphere. I'm talking to, you know, new leads. I'm going to talk to at least three prospects a day. This is where my conversations are coming from. I'm going to spend one hour a week really learning something that I need to know to get better at what I do. Mm -hmm. Those things are going to start moving the needle. And then when you start taking it to the next level where you track where your appointments are coming from and that. These, you know, like, wow, conversations from my sphere are actually leading to appointments. And yet I keep running all these Facebook ads that aren't actually generating things for me. Okay, maybe now I can realign the budget. But if you're, you're not tracking and measuring that, yes. then how would you know? You can't course correct. If I'm driving down a road and I'm, um, you know, I take a wrong turn. If I just keep driving thinking, no, nah, no, nah, I'll 
be able to try and probably try and figure it out by the time I'm like so far down the road I'm gonna have to turn around and get all the way back just to get back where I was then keep going you know but the sooner I realize that I'm off track I need to turn around the quicker I'm going to be able to course correct and and get back on track right but we don't even know when we're off track if we're not tracking it yes because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to the numbers yeah. you know like we're talking about like you said at the beginning is manifesting a bunch of bullshit well to a certain degree it is it, and it depends like it, what you're putting on your vision board but the tracking you have to track regularly and consistently and it determines what path you're taking are you, are you still on course or are you that far left off the wrong track that it's going to take that much more effort to get there but there was there's another element of it too and we were um we did the accelerate program century 21 is this great accelerate training program and we did it yeah. last year at the beginning of the year with a number of agents in our office yeah and as we were going around setting the the goals that we wanted for for ourselves rather than just it all being about production we wanted to really set goals for things that we wanted to achieve and you know for some like so we set it in three criteria. like one had to be something for your business mm -hmm. and one goal had to be something for your family and one goal had to be something just for you like just 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 for yourself and for your own joy and for some people you know they were all very you know i'm thinking of my family and everything and it was actually for a lot of people it was really hard to think of something that just for them yeah. whether it was going to be i want to learn guitar i want to take guitar lessons or you know i want to get a golf membership or a hot yoga membership or like or, or a trip or whatever it might be yeah. they always want to do things for their family but finding something that is just for them like you need that balance in your life and i remember the one conversation there was one girl jen in her office who had just had this beautiful speech about really wanting to be the go-to person in her family that anyone could come to and she was in a position to help it was beautiful. It was a lovely, I don't want to say brush it off by saying sentiment because it was really like quite like, that's amazing. Like, and in her family and in, in her culture, that was a really big deal. Um, but then Casey, another girl in her office, I was looking down at what she had written down. She's like, well, now this feels stupid because I'd put down like, you know, a designer handbag because I've never had one. And like, that's not stupid. Like, that's a real, like that first time. Okay, girl, you love your shoes. You love your red bottom heels, right? That first time where you're like, yeah, I'm in a position to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Is that not empowering? It's totally empowering. There's something so empowering right? about having something that nice things are not nice. stupid they're not you know it doesn't mean like like whoever said like you know people say like well money doesn't buy you happiness honey you know like well neither just being poor yeah right like i've been both I've been, being poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been both i have been dirt poor and i've had money one is absolutely better than the other yeah. right Agreed. you still have shit to deal with on both ends of the spectrum yeah. one is going to be easier than the other so like stop it with that but like wanting nice things and being in a position to be like yes yeah i want something of quality i want that 
Sorry about that little blurb because this is uh, really called real life. Um, I literally have somebody in my garage changing anode rods in my solar hot water tank. So we're going to continue on and I'm going to enjoy my wine and finish like talking to you here, Reagan, because this is all very insightful. So we were talking about the, the one person's goal was completely different than the other. And there really is no, there really is no wrong goal. If this is what you want and you feel it and this was, don't ever be ashamed and don't ever feel bad. You know what? Goals, You're right? in a position to just like, and it's funny that you pass these different benchmarks. And if you like, when you are all like, you know, when you, when you started from the bottom, now you're here, when you're, um, you know, in a position where you're, you're budgeting so tight and you're like, I don't know, should we order pizza? Like the, the budget's super tight. And like, like we've been there, we started there. Right. And then when you're, when you reach that area where you're like, you know what, I'm just so not cooking. Like we're ordering in or we're, let's just go out for dinner. Oh God, I miss going out for dinner. Everything is still <laughs> shut down here. <laughs> My God, I miss restaurants. Um, but you know, to be, you know, to be in a position to be like, yeah, let's go. Or when someone calls and says, Hey, I've got like, do I get tickets to wine festival? And the answer is just yes. And you have to worry about whether it's in the budget. Like there's something very freeing about being able to just live your life and to, there's nothing shameful about wanting to have nice things. And, you know, there's, it doesn't mean that I'm not still just buying, you know, t-shirts from old navy because white t-shirts end up getting chucked every few months anyway mm -hmm. um but when you want something nice of really good quality there's nothing like there's there's is something very empowering about being able to say yeah i want that and i'm gonna buy it i want that I i'm gonna buy it and i'm gonna feel amazing when i put it on and guess what you know what my bills are paid and my family is fed and i have a roof over my head I can do just that. You know, there's no shame in that at all. Well, and it's funny, when you go back to like your mindset and how you feel, like, do you not recognize like how different you feel when you put on something that like makes you feel really good, right? Like it ch totally changes your mindset. If I've got an absolute hard ass client and I've just picked up a lowball offer that I have to go over and present to them. And this guy is not going to be easy. I'm like, wow, I got to figure out how to go in there with this lowball offer. Now I'm not kicking out of the house. Um, or anyone, like you're dealing with people and you've got all different personalities coming, but I'm usually going through a really emotional period when we're coming into the mix. So they're, they're riding a roller coaster of emotions as it is. Mm -hmm. um, but when there's something that I really need to take charge of that situation, I dress accordingly. Like I make sure I suit up. Nope. I need to be, when I need to feel every bit of professional I am, like there are days where you're like, oh, it's cold and it's gross outside. And I just want to be comfy and cozy. And yeah, there's days I can get away with, you know, a cozy sweater and pants or whatever. But there are days that I need to dress the part and it does change yeah. when you're when you're wearing nice things that make you feel good it changes your whole mindset it changes what you're putting out there to the world it changes how you react to things it changes it's a subtle thing and how you feel more capable so there's nothing to be ashamed of for wanting to have nice things and having nice things doesn't necessarily have to be expensive you know what i mean it no. doesn't Absolutely. Arm and leg. it's the mindset when you put it on it's like kind of putting on your like 
Supergirl cape and you're in that different persona. You put on your cape and you're capable of doing whatever you are set out to do. And you, you're like, I got this. I put my big girl panties on and put on my superhero <laughs> cape and I'm handling the situation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's this like this a great soul today. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit a great pair of heels definitely helps the situation too, for sure. <laughs> well, plus it doesn't hurt that you've got some pretty kick-ass legs to like, it would be a waste. It would be a waste to just have those in flats. <laughs> uh you who's six foot tall and just like still wear the heels anyway i know i love it rocket girl people say, why are you wearing heels you're six feet tall um is do you go cool? up to short people in flats and say why are you wearing flats you're short you need to be wearing six inch stilettos no stop it stop with that stuff it's so dumb it's so dumb like things that you would that you say to one person that you would never say the opposite to someone else like I remember one time we're totally like on a like there's a commercial break here <laughs> um I remember one time being somewhere and I was doing like a trade show and I was only able to steal a quick bite of a sandwich at a time so I didn't want to get anything hot I just wanted like a like a turkey sandwich because then I can eat a bite of it and if I don't get back to the other half of that sandwich for an hour it's still going to taste the same it's going to be fine yeah. whereas with like a burger or something like you need to eat it while it's hot or it's just going to be gross yeah so i get the sandwich and the lady behind me rolls her eyes and she's like oh, would you just have a burger for me for christ's sake you know <laughs> that was and i'm like if someone was heavy set you would not be like oh for pete's sake have a flipping salad lady like you would never say that but people just feel that they can just wow okay that was a <laughs> people can really know it's, it's true it is it's kind of like that conversation with somebody today we're just talking about that like the power of being able for a woman to pay a compliment to another woman it costs absolutely nothing and it makes people feel good you know like why are more women doing more of this and this is and i feel like this is something, hey, ladies, let, let's all go pay a compliment to somebody. Make it genuine, authentic, and, you know, as little or menial as you think it is, like telling somebody they have great hair today or a good outfit or whatever, it's totally going to make their day, you know? And yeah. it's a little pep in their step. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, absolutely. Crown, just a little bit. Don't knock it off. Straighten it. Yeah. You, know? you don't have to tell everybody to straighten your crown. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just, just do it, be kind and move on. Yeah. You don't need credit for it. Yeah. You don't need a, oh, add a girl, pat on the back. Good job. Yeah. You know? Post it on Facebook that you told someone they look nice today. You can just do it and let them post about it. It'll be fine. Oh, I feel like that's a whole different segment. That'll be segment <laughs> number three with us. <laughs> Next glass of wine. Next glass of wine. Absolutely. Good, good. Okay. Well, anything you want to leave our lovely womenpreneurs words of wisdom with your goal setting and manifestations and, you know, just pushing forward and being the badass boss babes that they are. Just be real with yourself. Yeah. Be real with if, if you want it and it's realistic and it's possible, be real with what the steps are that you're going to need to do it. You're going to need to set it out. You're going to need to block, block off time in your schedule and make it a priority and you're the one in, in control of it. So you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to be mom and have that, like there, there comes a point where discipline is gonna outrank motivation because you start at motivation 
right? You start there where you're like, oh, I'm so motivated. This is going to be amazing. Like totally going to hit this. I'm going to do it. And then you get into the thick of it and then it's hard, right? And that's where discipline takes over, where motivation is not going to be enough. And it's going to be that discipline of like, yeah, I'm tired today, but you know what? I'm going to have to do it. All right. I'll do it tired. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is kind of prime example of today. You're like, hey, are you ready for the podcast? And I'm like, I am still tied up at the office. Give me 10 minutes. I got on my way home. Oh my gosh. The kid has to get picked up at school. There's somebody in my garage, like making all sorts of noise. And you know, it, it was a hot mess. The hot a vacuum mess. Cleaner? Yeah, literally the vacuum is going in the back. And, but you know what it's, this is called real life and it is kind of almost funny and endearing because hopefully the women that are listening are like, okay, this is kind of my life too. It can be a hot mess. And you can still push through, but you know what? We did it. We made it through the episode. Hopefully somebody had at least one little takeaway and we look forward to our next episode. Thanks so much for coming on, Reagan. As always, you're the best. My pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. If you are looking to buy, sell, invest, or launch your real estate career, you can reach Aaron at 808-468-1700.